1: What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Well, the Indianapolis Colts selected seven players in the 2021 NFL Draft. Cody Foger, Derek Larger here, and we are going to talk about what impact these rookies are going to have, in our opinion, in the 2021 season. We're going to start here with their first pick, pick number 21 in the first round, defensive end for Michigan, Quidipe. So, Derek, what are your thoughts on what kind of impact pay will have in 2021?
0: Well, I can certainly tell you that my view, realistic view of Quiddy pay is probably going to be a little bit more critical than what I think some of the Colts nation is thinking. I think a lot of Colts nation is thinking, Oh, this guy, he gonna get 10 sacks. He's going to, you know, let, like the league on fire. I don't know if that's going to be quite Quiddy pay. Honestly, I think Quiddy pay to me is a, First year is a six sack kind of guy. I think that's probably what I would expect at maximum to start. Um, I certainly hope he proves me wrong on that. But I mean, again, this guy's just extremely raw. Has all the talent in the world to be able to help out. Um, I certainly know that our, de- our run defense hasn't uh, taken a step back. Quiddy Pay is definitely really good in the run game. Has a lot of extra effort in him, which is great. That's good for the kind of defense that the Colts like to have. Uh, guys that aren't selfish, you know, they they fight through the whistle and, you know, are really good with gap responsibility. He's good with gap responsibility. Very strong, can shred blocks to get to the inside and make that tackle. So run defense, I think, is still going to stay the same with quitty Pay on the edge. Honestly, we might, the first year, with 2021 might take a slight step back in the pass rushing department when it comes to total sacks. Now I could see Quiddy getting more pressures than what Nico Autry did and a lot of circumstances, but I think overall sacks will just go down a little bit, but I expect more from him later on. But this year with him still having to learn and going up against better talent, I think it's going to be a slight step down from that.
1: It's always hard, I feel like, for corners and defensive ends specifically that you draft. Sometimes it's a rare occurrence where they do just pop off right away. But, yeah, I think it's just a, a normal thing for some of these guys to take a little bit of time. I mean, heck, you look at a guy like Taekwon Lewis, now entering, what, year, year number Four. three? And uh, it took him a little bit of time to get, find his footing. And a guy like Ben Banigou, he still hasn't found his footing quite yet. took Tori took a, over a year, right, to, to start – Really, you know, showing flashes. So I I think, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think the sacks will be maybe as high as some people. I don't think he'll get double digit sacks. Now, he very much could prove us wrong. We could be looking like idiots in a year. I don't know. I'm fine with that. But yeah, I think I think you're right there. I think he's gonna provide a quality minute I think He's gonna be a, a pretty good defensive end. I think he's just gotta work on some of his arsenal for for pass rush moves and stuff of that department. But physically he's everything you want. A locker room guy, he's everything you want. So yeah, yeah I, I'm not concerned about Quiddy Pay. Like maybe the numbers won't look like eye-popping, but I think. He'll consistently get some pressure. He's just got to refine some things in his his arsenal and his toolbox yep. to just continue to get better. And I think he will. He's the type of player that I think he's going to turn into a really solid pass rusher in this league, maybe even a great pass rusher in this league if he continues to work on it. But as a rookie, it's hard for me to go just say right away, make that blanket statement. Yeah, he's going to be a double-digit sack. It's yep. just hard to say that about any rookie. Nothing against Quiddie Pay. It's just kind of that that's just hard unless Unless you're like Nick Bosa, it's hard for that to say that, right? Yeah. Nick Bosa was a top-five pick. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to the other guy, Dio Adengbo, another defensive lineman the Colts took out of Vanderbilt in the second round. I mean, physically, this guy's everything you want, right? I mean, he's got some of the longest arms I've ever seen on a defensive lineman, but he has that Achilles injury, right? He has that Achilles injury he suffered, and uh, he'll probably miss a good portion of the season to start. But the Colts are hopeful that Dio Edengbo will get on the field. What do you see from him maybe here in year one, the kind of impact that he'll have maybe after he gets back from that injury?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, the arm length. I mean, not only does this guy have long arms, he's got the longest arms that a defensive end has ever been recorded since they've started recording these and uh, releasing them. So, I mean, this guy's really long, really big. Um, It's all just a matter of when he gets back. You know, I mean, we've kind of debated on a couple other videos. We said, is it like late November, early December, you know, does he play a month or a month and a half of a football? I mean, honestly, if he gets six weeks, if he gets six weeks worth of football, I expect two, three sacks out of this guy just in that short amount of time. I mean, you know, he'll be fresh. I mean, to be quite honest, he could probably even get more if he's that since he's that fresh and, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be a nuisance to a lot of uh, left tackles after a long season of dealing with guys. And then you have to deal with this long, long ass guy having to deal with him all day. So uh, I think Dio could actually be surprising and get, you know, maybe even three or four sacks in a couple of games this year that, Uh, I could just see it happening just due to fatigue on the opposite end and, you know, him being the freshest guy out there. So, uh, I like what Odangbo brings right off the bat. You know, he brings that opposite side pressure that the Colts have really been lacking and, uh, and teams aren't going to have any film on him. So they're not going to really know what to expect. I mean, that could really play into this guy's, uh, favor right here.
1: And he can move everywhere, right? He can move pretty much any position you put him at. He can play and be dominant. So uh, I expect the Colts to use him a lot, like at, you know, maybe maybe the other def- defensive tackle position on, you know, third downs, uh, maybe defensive end. You know, he can just play about everywhere you need him to. So I think once he gets healthy, I wouldn't be surprised if he could seize a lot of minutes, right? Just because he's such he's was such a force at Vanderbilt. And uh, Ballard has not been shy about saying, you know, if he was not injured, he would have been getting in consideration at pick number 21. I mean, that's how talented the Colts feel like Dio is. And if he can return, if he can get six games, that's a big win to me because he's getting some experience. And what a lot of people have said is a freshman, you know, redshirt freshman year, essentially. So I would love for him to to get some exposure, to get some, some playing time down the stretch. And if he's fresh, man, I mean, we know uh, with now 17 games, some of these guys are going to be – uh struggling at the end of the year right they're gonna have to get some rest gonna have to take some off days It's a long season even longer now heading into the playoffs the Colts have kind of a fresher body in there I mean he could really be very valuable come playoff time especially if he's being very effective in there all right in the fourth round the Indianapolis Colts selected their first offensive player they took tight end out of SMU Kylan Granson now, Derek and I had him on the podcast and we love Kylan Granson, you know, from a personality standpoint and also just as a player, we think he maybe have an impact here pretty early on at the tight end position. But Derek, what do you think about Kylan Granson? How do you think maybe he could have an impact on this Colts offense here in year one?
0: Well, I mean, Urse said it multiple times, you know, they wanted to get a playmaking tight end and, you know, a lot of people think that Kylan Granson could be that answer, you know, I think Kylan Granson in the 2021 season, in my opinion, is probably going to be the most impactful rookie that the Colts have in 2021. Um, and that includes Quitty pay um, Kylan Granson and what he provides from that to that tight end room uh, being so athletic and being able to take the top off of a defense at times, I think is exactly what this team needs from the tight end room. And, I think ultimately, again, it just comes down to big plays. And, you know, Kylan Granson, you drafted for that exact reason, because this guy certainly can make those big plays after the catch. So I really like this pick. I think that his impact, like I said, is going to be the best amongst the rookies. Uh, I'm very excited to see what Kylan Granson does this year.
1: Mm. Especially in that Frank Reich offense really, really, very, very much likes to use the tight ends very prominently. So I could definitely agree with you there. I think he might surprise a lot of people and have a huge impact here in year number one. All right, moving on to round number five, the Indianapolis Colts selected a safety. They added their safety room, selected Florida safety, Sean Davis. So now they have two Sean Davises, both playing the same position, <laughs> both similar playing styles. Chris Ballard is on a new level of troll right now, but nonetheless, <laughs> this Sean Davis with a W You know he's a very interesting player to me. I think he could maybe have an impact in a couple different ways. Maybe not necessarily on the field in terms of you know starter or playing at safety, but maybe some special teams. What are your thoughts on Sean Davis and his impact?
0: Yeah, I mean this is a guy that's uh, that's a hard hitter, you know, and that's exactly what the Colts like in their safeties. They target safeties that only are capable of playing one way, and that's coming up and making a big play and you know like you said probably won't get a ton of opportunities uh to play safety um i would expect a couple plays you know maybe some goal line stands or something he might be the guy that you know you might bring in on a on a cleanup uh running uh, run stopping package you know that could be something for him but yeah i mean you know the colts they're always looking for more special teams guys guys on kickoff or on a uh, punt uh, that are looking to uh, just absolutely blow people up. And that's exactly where Sean Davis thrives. So uh would fully anticipate uh, him finding a home there at some point.
1: Round six, the Colts added to their quarterback room. They took quarterback from Texas, Sam Ellinger. Thoughts on what an impact he can have in year
0: one. Well, I mean, obviously we don't anticipate him really doing much on the field when it comes to the starters. But when you talk about impact, you and I have said it multiple times over the last few weeks that we feel Sam Ellinger and what he is able to provide in practice terms with helping to get the defense ready and being able to mix things up with being a mobile quarterback, uh, needing to adjust defensively to counteract Sam Ellinger being that way. And playing a lot like what Carson Wentz does, you know, having the ability to take off like a Patrick Mahomes does or like a, uh, or like what a Deshaun Watson does or a, or what a Lamar Jackson does, you know, obviously not to their pedigree, but plays kind of the same way. He is that way a little bit. So, you know, it's good for the defense to go up against somebody like that, who, you know, is the gunslinger, run around make you miss try to create plays with his feet at times that's good for your defense to be able to go up against certain things like that uh so overall not really going to do a lot of impact for the starters at least from a game standpoint but when we're talking about in practice what this guy could potentially provide could mean the difference and the Colts defense really being a lot more prepared for some of these mobile quarterbacks this year.
1: I mean, there are so many in the AFC alone that you're just like, my goodness, the Colts are going to have to be on their toes, man, to, to stop some of these guys. And, and I think that can help you prepare a little bit more. Obviously it's hard to prepare for any of these guys, but maybe get you the most prepared you can get with a guy like Ellinger here. And I think he can, he can provide some, some stuff that you don't see. Like you said, like he won't show it on the field but like if your defense is more prepared because of what he showed in practice, that's huge for you. Okay. Two more picks for the Colts, both of the seventh round, first pick in the seventh round, they picked Charleston wide receiver, Michael Strawn, physical freak, absolute freak at the D two level. I mean, he was completely dominating other teams at Charleston. What are your thoughts on his impact though, here in year one?
0: Um, I really don't expect much, at least right off the bat. Uh, But yeah, like you said, I mean, just a physical freak. I mean, Guy's 6'5, 220 pounds, and can and still runs of somehow is in the four fours when it comes to um uh, running. I mean, that's just incredible. What the Colts try to do with him, I don't know. Um, it'll be very interesting, but he certainly has uh the physical traits to maybe get included in some packages. Maybe he does have a game or two where he comes in, maybe gets a touchdown or something in the red zone because you know, Wentz is trying to throw to a six five, two 220-pound guy. I mean, yeah. that, would, that would be pretty unstoppable for a lot of corners.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, this guy we think maybe will have an impact, at, le- at least maybe make the final roster here, and that's Will Fries out of Penn State. Now, I know he was listed as a tackle. The Colts might feel like he's maybe a better guard coming into the league, maybe kind of like we saw with Danny Pinter last year, um, you know, transitioning to a guard position. But I feel like he can play – all positions really. So he's really could be like a Joe Hague type of player for you. But what are your thoughts on a guy like Will Fry's maybe having an impact here in year number one for the Colts?
0: Well, I think, I think a couple people have this same opinion that Fry's might beat out Davenport for that third left tackle spot. I hope so. <laughs> I um, really hope so. I think a lot of people are hoping and thinking that, um, but I, I like fries I mean, I think he's a, a good player. Like you said, has uh, experience at both positions at the guard and tackle position. I think that you wouldn't – I don't necessarily think the Colts want to move him inside as much as we think because, you know, we got Chris Reed. We got Danny Pinter. You know, we got Joey Hunt coming back. You know, we got all these guys that – you now have on the inside at depth. I don't think adding will fries to the mixture with that is exactly what you want. But if like you said, they want to use him in multiple different packages, if he wants to be a tackle slash guard, you know, can do both, then that's perfectly fine with me. You don't have to, you don't have to keep Davenport around and you can keep fries as your third tackle and then, you know, can mix him in and out at guard if you absolutely need to. Um, but very little impact uh, right off the bat, unless somehow Sam Tevy gets hurt like week one or two and Fisher's not ready uh, outside and, of that.
1: Holden's not ready either. Yeah. And Holden's not
0: ready either. Right? Yeah, like, not ready either. yeah. So, uh, you know, who knows how that goes. Uh, I mean, ultimately it's just a matter of whether or not this guy's going to make the roster, but I think he will. Um, he'll mm-hmm. be good for scout teams and other less, but don't expect much from him, at least from a starting standpoint.
1: Well, at least you hope not, because if you do, that's probably means something went wrong on the offensive line. You had a lot of injuries. If Will Fries has seen a lot of time in, especially in year one. So I, I think I agree with you there, but already that'll wrap up our look here at the Indianapolis Colts draft picks last year, we did offensive defense, but the Colts only had seven picks this year. Um, a lot of them were a little bit later on. So we thought we'd just do one big video, just give our overall thoughts on them. What do you guys think? Do you agree with us? Do you think maybe Kylan Granson will have the most impact? Do you think maybe it's Quiddy Pay? Do you think it's maybe another player? Let us know in the comments below. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.